ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Welcome into this Tuesday, February 26th edition. The drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for joining me for today's edition of the program. We're going to, of course, go over everything that's happening today, at least stuff that's important to you. we got a lot of Marshall football talk, actually, to get into. And, of course, basketball is heating up across the tri-state. So we're going to go over this um, section by section. Day by day, we're just going to break it down as we need to as far as the high school action, at least in the state of West Virginia. Luke Creasy is going to join me here in a little bit. You remember Luke? Used to be the producer of this show. Now he got an actual paying job over at the Herald Dispatch or HD Media. I'll let him clarify because he seems like the uh, jack of all trades for the company. So we're going to talk to him a little bit later on. He's going to get me caught up on everything at least as far as what's happening with a a couple of games in the area. And, of course, we will take your phone calls. That's right. We'll take your phone calls this hour. You can join us on the program. It's real simple. It's 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Our phone lines this hour. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite. Hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the original light beer. So, as I mentioned, we got football to talk about. Yeah, we're getting to that time again. We're... Basketball is going to be a memory, and football is going to take center stage once again. Now, first of all, let's talk about the draft, because that's coming up. That's when I really get into it. I'm not really a spring practice type of guy. I'm more of an NFL combine. I'm more of an NFL draft guy. And Conference USA, they've got a few people who are actually there. What's uh, important to us is that Marshall's got a couple of guys going to the combine. It's... Of course, Tyree Brady and Malik Gant. I think if anybody has a good shot of getting with an NFL team, maybe in the draft, it's these two guys. Last few years, you've had some really notable names go out. And if anybody's going to have an opportunity, I think it's really Tyree Brady. Tyree will end up on somebody's team. And I don't think he's going to be a free agent. He's going to get on after the draft. I think somebody's going to pull the trigger on him and take a chance Maybe he's a third-rounder, fourth-rounder. I don't know. I don't know. It just depends on what teams need. Because you can never really predict these things, but I think somebody's going to take a, a chance on Tyree. And why wouldn't you? He's got the tool set, I think. At the same time, Malik Gant, somebody's going to pull the trigger on him, I think. Now, Conference USA, several players are actually being invited to the Combine. Now, the Combine doesn't necessarily mean that these guys are a sure thing It means that somebody in the NFL wanted to take a look at these guys. And they wanted to get a more comprehensive look or they wanted to get at least an up-close opportunity with them, chance to talk to them, chance to see what they can do. And so you don't just show up at the combine and say, hey, I want to be in the NFL. Somebody actually wanted to see these guys. So that's a good sign right there that there's some interest. And at least for Marshall fans, Tyree Brady is an automatic. And I think Malik Gant's an automatic as well. Good guys. If you're looking for quality guys, I think these are two that you you definitely look at. So that's some good news, though. I mean, a few other names that I think have a shot, like uh, Devin Singletary from Florida Atlantic. He is on the list. Um 
few other guys, uh, you know, more of the lines of the offensive lineman, linebacker. But the big name, I think, is Devin Singletary from FAU. He definitely has a shot of getting it. Now, the tentative combine workout schedule looks like this. Um, it's going to be March 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Now, for Tyree, since he is um, a wide receiver, he's probably going to be working on Saturday, March 2nd. And for Malik, since he's um, working on the safety side, I'm thinking, um, if I'm looking at this correctly here, they're probably working him on Sunday or Monday. I think Monday, maybe. Uh, I didn't get the um, actual uh, positions and times for everything, but that's what it looks like. And, of course, the draft's coming up in April. But we're going to be well past the combine and just in the, okay, what are players um, hoping to see when they go to the draft? Who's talking to them? Where are they getting the feelers from? Teams, what are their needs? And you've got several coaching changes out there. I'm just kind of curious to see what the Bengals do. I'm actually hoping the Bengals pick up. You need a wide receiver. You know what? Andy Dalton needs a guy to throw to. Hey, Tyree Brady, make that happen. Let's get that Cincinnati to Huntington connection going. That Marshall to the Bengals connection. Let's get that going. Tyree Brady would be great. He sold a lot of jerseys in Huntington alone. I know that much. A lot of herd fans would be all about it. And I know you can't pick based on fan bases. You don't do that. But I'll say this. Herd fans are really good about supporting guys in the NFL. I will say that. If you do a great job and you leave an impression, the fan base will follow you past your martial career. Now, I'm sure it's like that for a lot of schools, but I just know that once you graduate from Marshall and you make it to the pros, Hurt fans don't forget about you. It's like, oh, yeah, we are a big Tyree Brady fan. Love him. Now, if he goes for the Steelers, um, I'm going to – I'll reconcile that. I'll figure out how I'm going to deal with that. But he definitely, I think, is going. And – um you know what? I think Malik Gant's got a solid chance as well. I thought he even saw one prediction or at least um, one mock draft. And that's the other thing. That's going to be fun just to see where these guys end up, how well they perform, and then if they're going to be on a few mock drafts because it's all speculation. We could have a mock draft, but the mock drafts that come out from the exports, the uh, prognosticators, the more people are talking about maybe Tyree, Malik, more interest that there is for him. If they do well at the combine, their stock will rise. Look, I want to be on Mel Kuyper's uh, rankings. I want to be high on the Mel Kuyper board. That's what you want. You want to be on Kuyper's board, for sure. So, that's coming up. And then, the other side of football, you guess what? Spring practice is beginning. That's right, spring practice. And... Of course, Marshall, I think, is going to practice from, well, I think Marshall's going to practice from now until August. It just feels like Marshall's got the longest. And I got the dates here, and we'll go over them in detail. But Marshall's dates are March 17th through April 27th. Of course, the scrimmage is on the 27th. Marshall, one of two schools in Conference USA, not having a spring game instead, calling it a scrimmage. And honestly, I think that's for the best only because, let's be honest, it's a scrimmage. 
We're not calling it a spring game. We're not calling it a green and white game. No, it's you show up. It's more of a fundraising event. It's more of an event to get you to come out, support the herd, get a final look at them before they go into their slumber, and at least you can help by dropping a donation or two. Maybe you want to find out how much season tickets cost. Maybe you want to choose your seat, things like that. And, of course, uh, if you're not a Big Green member, you know, you're not going to have access to everything. If you are a Big Green member, they're going to open the doors up for you a little bit more. We'll get Teddy Klumper back on the program here. All right, we're going to take our first break, come back. Luke Creasy's joining me from HD Media and all other things that he does when we continue with today's edition, The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Tuesday, February 26th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in as you're heading home or for those of you download us on the podcast. And don't forget, you can always find us on demand. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Tune in. Of course, you can go to our website, wrvc.com. Listen to the latest episode there. Joining me now on the program, he covers Wayne County for HD Media, also the Wayne County News. Former show producer on this program. He is now uh, moved up. He's got a paying job now. Luke Creasy's with us. So paying job, you know, you're not doing this for free anymore. So I think those, uh, <laughs> all that volunteering paid off for you. Hey, it did. And, uh, you know what I did for free, uh, earned me a paying job eventually. So, uh, I, I can't be too mad about it. Did it, did it early, did you put that on the resume? Hey, I work for Swan. Uh, I work for free. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what was the resume? What was the pitch? Well, you know, it doesn't hurt to throw names out there, but uh, I had some people uh, working inside the building for me. Uh, so uh, guys that knew me from my time uh, covering herd athletics uh, that uh, kind of pitched pitched my name as well. And, uh, you know, I, I did quite a bit over there at WMUL, the student station. So, uh, now I've, I've gone off the deep end with uh, going into print instead of broadcast. So, but it's been fun. It's been a fun transition. Yeah, that that makes no sense unless you guys are going multimedia eventually. That see, that's what it is. You guys are going to go multimedia. Um, you're going to yeah, have see that. you're going to have the Luke Creasy Wayne County Sports Podcast soon. <laughs> if you're not, you're 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 writing this idea down and you're going to have the Wayne County News Sports Podcast. Yeah, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's in the works. Video? Will there be video streaming as well? You know, you guys going to do like a uh, a, a round uh, table? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, that's something we might get into. Isn't it? I hadn't thought about that uh, that aspect of it yet but certainly would be a good idea so we'll see i'm, I'm trying to i'm in the process of uh, trying to get some uh some ideas together about the possibly launching the podcast because you know I, I only get to i only get to talk once a week in the paper uh wayne county news a weekly publication uh and and here and there when i can get uh get my byline in the herald dispatch but uh but yeah no it's uh it, it's been fun in wayne county uh basketball season uh, lots to be, lots to be looked at. Uh, the Tulsa girls just wrapped up their season uh, last Wednesday down in Williamson uh, in the uh, sectional semifinals. Lost to uh, the rival Tug Valley. Uh, the Lady Panthers knocked off the Rebels. Eventually lost to Huntington St. Joe. Uh, uh, 
uh, of course, wasn't really going to face much competition there in uh, Class A Region 4, Section 1. Uh, St. Joe went on to win that section championship. And uh, tonight, uh, I'm headed out to Tulsa Boys. They're in the semifinals. But uh, probably the game most people are talking about in Wayne County happens uh, tomorrow. Uh, the Wayne Pioneers, Lady Pioneers, uh, will get a chance to uh, earn their spot back in the state tournament for a second consecutive year if they're able to knock off the uh, the Logan Lady Wildcats. So let's break it all down. Um, I don't have all these games on my cheat sheet that uh, one Bill Cornwell typed up for me. <laughs> so um, I'm going to have to depend on you for uh, all of my – yeah, see, that's what I do. I depend on him. See, that's the program's fallen ever since we lost you as a producer. <laughs> The roles have been reversed. Yeah, really. I mean, you would have had everything for me. I, I would have just came in, sat down, you know, had it all laid out for me. No, <laughs> no not the case now. I'm at, I'm earning this here. But, uh, yeah, let's break it down. Um, of course, when you think basketball, you know, Wayne County has a strong tradition of, of basketball, some uh, great matchups over the years, and uh, it looks like there's a, a strong push to get a few teams in the state tournament this year. Yeah, and, and really, uh, specifically to Wayne High School, um, it, it hasn't typically been the case that they've been a strong basketball school. Usually when you think Wayne, you think football or baseball. Uh, those have both been powerhouses uh, for the Pioneers. But the Lady Pioneers have done well uh, in making a name for themselves uh, under head coach Wade Williamson. 21-3 um, and three this year, entering the uh, regional co-final. And to get there, they knocked off a uh, very talented Sissonville team. Uh, that was a game was played last uh, last Friday. Uh, they knocked off Sissonville after a, uh, a semifinal win against Nitro. Uh, that region four section two in class double A girls is one of the most uh, talented uh, sections in, in all of class double A. You've got uh, Winfield uh, who finished in the top five in class double A. And then uh, you've got, uh, of course, Wayne and Nitro. And then Sissonville was a really good number four seed, uh, led by Layla Arthur. Uh, she had, I think she averaged 25 points a game this year, which is just unreal. Uh, but uh, Wayne was able to hold her to uh, to under 20 um, in the win. It is a 25-point win. It's 72-47. to 47 was the final in that game Friday night. Kind of shocked uh, a bunch of people there in a very crowded uh, Pioneer gym. I don't think anybody saw Wayne winning that game by 25. Uh, but the, it, it really rode defense um, to to how well they've been able to be successful. Uh, Haley Wallace and Whitney Sansom uh, do a great job of keeping uh, high scorers under wraps. Uh, one such instance, Peyton Dilderton, a, a freshman for the Logan Lady Wildcats. Uh, she'll get another crack at Wayne. Uh, they've met twice this year already, and uh, Wayne's come out victorious both times. Uh, she, uh, she, she She's a natural born scorer. Um, she's just a freshman, but uh, has uh, quite a bit of scoring capability, as, as, uh, as do a couple other shooters on the Logan roster. But that uh, should be a good one coming up uh, in Wayne. And I, 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 uh, I'm thinking that that if the Pioneers play to their full strength, uh, they're going to be able to uh, earn a second consecutive state title or state tournament appearance. Luke Creasy's joining us from the Wayne County News, also HD Media. You'll sometimes see his byline in the Herald Dispatch. So, 
Girls basketball is heating up, but the boys' side is really getting hot as well. I mean, there are several matchups we probably need to talk about uh, a little bit more in depth. Uh, I know this is probably one of the – when you, you count in Huntington, Cabell, Midland, you throw in Spring Valley, you throw in Hurricane, you throw in all those teams, at least on the AAA side. It's very difficult, and so it's impressive when Spring Valley gets through or Huntington gets through because there's really some tough teams here. And, of course – I think the same thing for um, Wayne and Winfield and, and Polka and you know coming out on the boys' side. Very tough to get to the state tournament. Other, I think other region, other sectionals, maybe not as competitive. And we've got this nice compact group of guys and uh, ladies who are just going after each other and, and probably won't see that level of con- – at least I, I don't think that level of talent uh, across the board when they get to the state tournament. Oh, probably not. Uh, you talk about a, a couple kind of surprise teams in there. Uh, Spring Valley, the, the boys' team, has really been a surprise to a lot of people this year. A uh, couple guys who haven't played basketball in quite a while, Doug Nestor, obviously the, the Virginia Tech football commit. Um, he hadn't played uh, basketball since eighth grade and uh, laced up uh, the sneakers for this season, Grayson Malashevich. Uh, also playing for the first time in a couple of years, and they uh, got off to a rough start, um, but they were they were able to string together. I think it was nine straight wins in the, during the course of the season, and won every sectional game they played. Uh, that included a couple wins over uh, a, a Midland team in, inside the top ten. Uh, so the the sectional tournament uh, going to be played over at Spring Valley, uh, the number one seed. So that's big for the Timberwolves. Uh, they, they play well on their home floor, and, and uh, as you well know, uh, the community kind of uh, comes out to support uh, Spring Valley and Wave. Uh, the, a very strong history of recent success for the Timberwolves in uh, a variety of sports. But uh, yeah, the boys' basketball team playing well. Uh, Midland's got a couple uh, couple younger guys that have been able to step up, and uh, Schmidt, uh, the, the freshman. First name is escaping me right now, but uh, he's played well for the uh, for the Knights and uh, good competitive section. And you're right, Paul. Is in this area, it's not very often that we get to see so many talented teams uh, across boys and girls basketball be able to play all, all at the same time. And it, it, it's kind of unfair because there are a couple teams around here. Uh, you talk about the uh, the section with Spring Valley, Midland, Huntington. Uh, a couple of these teams could probably win a game or two in the state tournament. And so you're talking about a very tough section to get out of um, in single A and all the way up to triple A around here. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's certainly fun to watch. And a lot of good basketball will be played still. The state tournament for the girls, of course, uh, will start next week, uh, run Wednesday through Saturday, and the boys the Wednesday through Saturday following that. So, uh a couple good weeks of good basketball, exciting basketball coming up with uh, several teams trying to get to Charleston. Yeah, and the only thing I hate about this, of course, we got Marshall playing on Wednesday next week, and then you got the Conference USA tournament and college basketball tournaments. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I hate about this because there's going to be a lot of basketball, and you can't keep up with all of it. And what are you going to do? You're going to follow the herd. You're going to follow maybe Spring Valley. You're going to follow Huntington. Going to follow maybe Cabell Midland. It, it's really hard, but at the same time, boy, it's fun. It gives us something to talk about as far as broadcasters, writers, journalists. It's yeah, I like this time of year. 
Yeah, I think I've uh, I think I've put together no less than maybe eight sports stories in the past four or five days, just because there's so much going on. And and of course, right around the corner at the end of basketball season, we've start, got to start thinking about baseball and and softball and the diamond sports. I know heard softball got uh, got going uh, as well as heard baseball, but uh, some exciting news there. I know you got a chance to talk about it on your show last week, but. One of the things that I could be that I'm a little, a little interested to see um, how it might affect attendance at, at some of these um, games is, uh, you know, this is a midweek game for Wayne. Uh, take that, uh, for example, tomorrow. I had a great turnout on Friday, but that, that's a Friday game. You start running into Wednesday, uh, people have church, uh, people have other things that uh, they might be trying to get to. And so I, I wonder if that could have an effect on uh, how many people actually come out for these games uh, you know, next week, of course, the Herd at Home um, and uh, pod play, uh, wrapping up the regular season. Does that affect how many people maybe make the journey up to Charleston to watch the state tournament, or, or do they come to Huntington to watch the Herd? Uh, so it, you're right, there's a lot going on. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see kind of how people pick and choose. Uh, or do they try to get to both? Uh, some of both, maybe one half of Marshall, one half of, uh, a high school team in the area, but uh, certainly not a boring time to be a sports fan or a sports writer in the area. <laughs> How do you choose? High school, the herd, if you're looking for local fans to try to figure that out. Uh, of course, here's what I'm suggesting to everyone. Um, take your radio with you, and you can listen to the game right here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and hey, AM 930. I mean, I- I'm not going to lie. I'm going to shill the radio station in that case, but uh, so many things to, to keep tabs on. And, of course, you're right. What's Wednesday attendance going to look like for, for these games, especially Marshall? Uh, I think the core will be there, win or lose. Marshall's got, of course, got to get on the road and, and win a couple because they come back and, and they lost two on the road. I'm not so sure you're not going to see but the core fan base there. I don't think you see the extra fans who are excited. I think you see – Maybe that, all right, we're going to wait and see attitude. And I hope they went on the road because it um, be nice to see the last two games, especially senior day, uh, full uh, to the rim at the Henderson Center. Definitely help those kids go out on a winning note, especially C.J. Burks, John Elmore. Why wouldn't you want to be there to see the final game, at, uh, at least regular season game? I was going to say, that's, gonna be, that's one of the, the, the most talented senior classes to come out of Marshall in a while. And, uh, you know, it's it, it, uh, Marshall has a chance to, to get things going um, right now, and, and what a better time to get it going. You've had you know, 12 days off between games now, almost two-week break. Um, it's almost kind of like the start of a new season. I think you're onto something here because I, I forgot what they look like. I don't know if I remember their names. It's been that long, and it's, it's probably good. Yeah, on, on one hand, it's probably good. they got a few days, and then they can focus on themselves. Hopefully, they have been focusing on themselves a lot more. I'm just worried that there's also going to be that, all right, we got a little rust. And once they get on the court and play a little bit, maybe that comes off. But I don't know if, how sharp they're going to be right, right at the start of that game. But if they come out and you see they're pretty sharp, then okay, they're good to go. They're ready. Yeah, it could be hard to tell. But uh, one good thing, you know, of course, we're all trying to figure out this pod system um, in Conference USA in its first year. But one one thing that I think might benefit Marshall, even if they do have a little rust, 
they're able to shake it off on the road. And then you don't have to be on the road right before you head out to the conference tournament. So that week before, you're at home. You're sleeping in your own bed. You're playing in your home arena uh, against uh, two teams that, that you beat uh, at home in that same arena during the regular season. So it, could be, uh, it could be a good chance for Marshall to get things rolling um, at home at the end of the season and maybe carry a little bit, little bit of momentum down to Frisco, Texas. Luke Creasy's joining us from HD Media, also from the Wayne County News, Herald Dispatch, and uh, all other tasks assigned. So basically, pretty um, much anywhere they want me. Yeah, basically, you you go where Grant and um, Timmy don't want to go. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes. I go there, and then I, I, I and then I pick up other assignments from uh, some of the other editors there. So, like today, I, I was in Barbersville, uh, and then I got a call about an assignment in uh, Cerrito. So that was at 12.30, so I booked it and hightailed it to Cerrito and uh, got another story in for tomorrow's paper. So, Of course, uh, yeah, Timmy and Grant probably the hardest-working guys uh, yeah, on that staff. So oh, yeah. there's no – hey, it's not we don't want to go. It's we, we – we're only – there's only one of us each. So um, how, how how's it been? I'm just kind of curious. So what's, uh, what's it like working with those guys, working with Rick McCann? Really um, – yeah, you guys are are it when it comes to really just the the, the true in depth coverage of especially for Wayne County, you know what you're doing, but for high school sports, really, uh, it, for the most part, it's you guys. You guys are the ones uh, carrying the, the the banner for everybody. Yeah, it's been good. Um, it, it's been kind of different for me. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a broadcast. Uh, I'm a guy with a broadcast background that kind of jumped into the world of print. Um, and, and I had known all of those guys uh, from my time at Marshall. So it's been kind of a seamless transition. Uh, I, I know them, they know me, they know my work, and I know theirs. But it, it's just been kind of uh, trying to adjust to the to the system um, of, you know, meeting deadlines and that kind of thing. You cover a game, you don't get the luxury of uh, just going back and thinking about it. you got to write the story and, and submit that. But uh, – no, it's been a good transition. Uh, they're a great group of guys to work with. Um, and, you know, the, to to cover as many sports and, and games and things as HD Media does, especially in this area, uh, it's quite impressive uh, to do it with, uh, you know, a, a limited amount of people. Um, you know, we travel uh, quite a bit uh, to, to be able to do that. You know, obviously I – spend a lot of time out in Wayne County. That includes games uh, in Glen Hayes. That's actually where I'm headed right now uh, for the Tulsa Boys tonight. But uh, Glen Hayes, Wayne, Winfield, you name it, uh, we, we kind of work together with the Cadet Mail in Charleston as well uh, since they are, are under HD Media property. Um, and so it, it, it's all kind of a working system, not only here in Huntington, but, but from across the region to be able uh, to, to cover as much uh, – as HD Media does. It's uh, certainly fun to be a part of, and uh, I don't think I'd want to be in any other newsroom right now. Some exciting stuff happening. Lou Creasy's our guest from HD Media, the Wayne County News, Herald Dispatch, and of course, um, soon to be launching the Lou Creasy Podcast. Uh, I don't know, that's a working title. I don't know what you're going to call that. You'll come up, you, you, get, you come up with something, right? You know. Yeah, yeah I, I'll come up with something cool. Um, it's probably not going to be called the Luke Creasy Podcast, but uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll come up with a cool name. I, I'm uh, hope hoping to get that off the ground um, here in the next two to three weeks. So uh, I'll keep you posted.
Okay. I was joking. You're actually going to do it, so I'm, I'm going to subscribe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 I've tossed around the idea. I think it's, uh, you know, kind of like you were talking about earlier, it's important to be a multimedia journalist uh, as much as uh, not as much as a one-trick pony. So I'm trying not to be a one-trick pony. I'm going to be a show horse. All right, you can Luke, me on that. Luke Creasy, show horse, <laughs> show horse, um, and it will be the number two podcast I listen to. Um, I'm going to be bumping a couple podcasts. Yeah, I, I don't know that I can compete with the drive. Um, I mean, I'm going to listen to my own stuff just to make sure it's there. But right after that, <laughs> I'm going to you. I mean, it, it's not like it's not like I'm listening to you. Oh man, that was great. It's like, okay, is it posted? Because you know what happens when we don't stream properly or we don't post podcast on a timely manner. You've been there. You've got those phone calls. Back me up on that. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a real thing. But it makes you feel good that people are listening and care, though, right? Oh, yeah. It's great that they're getting mad at you because you didn't post your podcast. Like, okay. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate those harsh words and your kindness at the same time. So, uh, yeah, when you get the podcast, uh, let me know. Um you know, and maybe I can be a guest on it because I used to be a guest on Dave Wilson's podcast way years ago, and then he just got tired of doing it. So I could be, you know, I could be on your then podcast. Then the roles would, then the roles would truly be reversed. Yeah, I might even, uh, I, I might even let you book guests for me. I could do that. That's a problem. I'll book, <laughs> book guests for you. You know, I haven't been invited on uh, another podcast that you and I listen to. I'm, I'm not going to name the name, but. It's a student production over at Marshall. I haven't been booked on that podcast yet. Well. I'll tell you what. I'm going to get a phone call about that now. Trust me. <laughs> Probably so. Yeah. Probably I'm so. like, sorry, too late. No. I had to, yeah, I had to mention it on the show. <laughs> now I'm not interested anymore. No, but I'm going to be on the uh, Luke Creasy podcast. <laughs> Luke Creasy, our guest. Fuck. From HD Media, the Herald Dispatch. Uh, good catching up with you, man. Always fun working with you. Always fun talking to you. We'll do it again soon. Sounds good, Paul. Thank you. That is Luke Creasy. You can find him on the Twitters as well. We're going to take our next break, come back. Uh, we're going to go over spring practice times in Conference USA. You can keep an eye on the other schools as well, see what they're doing, and, of course, follow the herd. We'll do all that when we continue with today's edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't worry, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Phone lines be a part of the program this hour, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Welcome back to The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. And, of course, our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite. Hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Now, I mentioned to you earlier, spring is coming. No, not, not the season, the spring that we all care about. That's spring football. Now, the herd will get underway. March 17th through April 27th. Those are the dates that they will get all their practices in. Everybody's pretty much getting going in March in Conference USA, except for UAB. UAB starting a little early. They're going to start February 26th and go through April 5th. And everybody else starting pretty much in March. North Texas, it looks like them and UTSA, they're going to start the latest. Marshall starting on the 17th, Southern Miss is starting on March 19th. Um, 
UTSA the 18th, and North Texas the 18th. So give the award to Southern Miss for the latest start. But here is what it looks like. Charlotte's going to go from March 12th to April 11th. FIU's going to go March 19th to April 10th. FAU, March 12th to April 12th. Louisiana Tech's March 15th through April 10th. Marshall, March 17th through the end of December, it feels like, but April 27th. And that's the thing. They're starting on March 17th, and they're going to go the longest as far as trying to spread those dates out. Middle Tennessee will be March 12th through April 13th. North Texas, March 18th through April 5th. Old Dominion not to be outdone by the herd. Uh, They are going to go March 19th through April 20th. So they're kind of close to the herd, but Marshall still got them beat by a few days on the end date. Southern Miss is going to be March 19th to April 16th. UAB starting the earliest, as we mentioned, February 26th to April 5th. UTEP will be March 5th to April 10th. UTSA March 18th to April 19th. And then March 12th through April 11th for Western Kentucky. So those are your dates for spring practice. Of course, I don't know how many of you are going to be hitting up some of the other spring ball, spring games, of course, for the most part. Everybody's got one except for Marshall and Middle. Instead, those are going to be scrimmages. I think that's the best. I don't see the purpose of the green-white, the scrimmage game. I don't see the purpose in it. Because really, it's not a game. Now, you still have your event. That's fine. I'm not saying don't have your event. What I'm saying is don't go out there and try to play a game. Instead, use that time. I mean, because really, Doc Holiday and company, they're going to practice. That You know what? They're practicing. We're going we're gonna to use our practice days. We're going to practice. And then you guys can come. You guys want to come see what we're doing. That's great. We'll sign some posters and autograph some stuff after the game. That's great. It's a fundraiser, give you a chance to come in, maybe get your interest renewed for Thundering Herd Athletics. If you are someone who's looking to upgrade, Big Green will be there to help you. Maybe first-time season ticket buyer, you know, you can kind of scope the place as well, give you an opportunity to maybe talk to somebody. Of course, it's a fundraiser, opportunity to help generate some income. And really, I know there's going to be a full port press soon. I would think, anyway, for fundraising. That's one I'm going to try to get Teddy Clumper back in here. Uh, Teddy will give me sort of like an idea of what's going on uh, with the Big Green. But I'm curious see how this all goes down because with the new fundraiser that's coming up for baseball, and, of course, you're still going to have to maintain everything else, uh, I know that's going to be really important for everything that they're doing. Hey, it's uh, what they should be doing, right? I mean, that's what you need. Need to get your fan base mobilized more. I think, anyway. Just get the fan base mobilized a little bit more. I'm kind of curious. I'm going to ask Teddy this. I'm kind of curious. If I'm a Big Green member and I don't live in Huntington and I'm elsewhere, other than the fact that I'm giving because I want to support the herd, what perks do I get as as a Big Green member and I'm not in Huntington? I can't take advantage of the perks. And I want to be... A member, obviously, but same time, hey, throw me a bone. Throw me some perks, right? I want some herd perks. So that's a question. I want to ask him if they even thought about that or if that's even a thing. But I'm just kind of curious what the donations are going to look like for 
baseball right off. I'm sure they've already got that working and going. They're not just going to announce this thing and go, hey, um, we hope you give. I'm sure there's been some some conversations for baseball as well, but I'm excited for what the Herd's going to be doing. I mean, football-wise, they should be in a good spot. I know we weren't really comfortable last year going into this year as far as where this Herd team might be just because there were some unknowns. Now I think you've got some known quantities out there and you've got a better idea of what this team might look like. And a Conference USA Championship I don't think is out of the question. Heard was close to one last year, the last season. I don't think one's out of question for this season as well, to be honest with you. I think the Herd can be competitive again. And you springboard into this season after a bowl victory you win probably the least the coolest looking non national championship trophy I've seen. Pirate chest. That's pretty cool, actually. I'll give the herd credit. They've got some good things going for them. All right, we're going to take our next break, come back. We're going to wrap it up. It's the drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Wrapping up this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Thanks for tuning in. Tomorrow, hopefully, we've been, we got something to talk about as far as softball is concerned. It's been a few days, but guess what? The good news is um, the team is going to be back at the dot. Home opener. Can you believe it? Home opener, finally. It's a single game. It's set for tomorrow, 3 p.m., so hopefully we get a score before we go on the air. If not, we'll get you updated, of course. Heard coming in right now, 10-5. and five. That's a pretty good start, 10-5. and five. Bobcats are coming in 7-5. and five. It's a good series here, Ohio, Marshall. This is actually the longest-running series for Thundering Herd. They have met 57 times, and the first meeting came, believe it or not, Back on March 5th, 1994. That's pretty good, actually. That's going to do it for this edition. I'm going to thank Luke Creasy coming in from HD Media, from the Herald-Dispatch, the Wayne County News, former alumni of this program. I'm going to one day make a list of the alumni of this program. I think in another 15, 20 years, the alumni of this program is going to allow me to take over. I'm not there yet, but the alumni list is growing. And once I get it to a certain degree, I'm taking over. It's all going to be mine. But no, thanks to Luke coming in. Luke's a great guy. Appreciate him being a part of today's show and lending me his expertise. And we'll be back tomorrow to do it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. West Virginia Metro News, I'm Alex Thomas. The state Senate.